talking to um, Frodham Town Council. Uh, this is at full council meeting, meeting number two. So, going through the agenda, um, item 22, apologies for absence. Joe, do we have any apologies? I have apologies from Councillor McEwen. Um, um, Councillor Ross isn't here, so I will check my emails to see whether I've received anything, but I'm not aware of anything. Okay. And uh, we're happy to approve those apologies. Yep. Everyone okay? Uh, item 23, declarations of interest. Greengate, Ray and Bernie. Greengate. That's Greengate, Bernie, and for Lucy. Anything we've got to do with Cheshire and Chester Council? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, okay, item 24, uh, requests from the public to speak. Do we have any requests from members of the public? Do we have members of the public here? Uh, we have a request from, from uh, Mr Parkin to speak on one of the agenda items. Ian. Do I qualify as a member of the public? I wonder. Um, good evening. Uh, uh, as you know, I'd like coming here and talk to you because I think the public should... Uh, be more interested. Um, I've used one item on the agenda to highlight a point that I've made on more than one occasion, which is um, that reports should be where it says to receive a report. I'm referring to the quack councillors now. Not only uh, is it obvious that one councillor has the courtesy to come here to talk to you, and another councillor just blatantly does not. But then we don't have the report either, so the public can scrutinise it in advance and then comment on it. And that runs all the way through most of the activities of the council, where I see to receive a report, we have to talk first, we have no understanding of what's in that report, and therefore how can I objectively make a, a, a comment or a criticism about what's in it? Uh, given the fact that some of the items this year are unusual and particularly high monetary value, then I think that anything to do with uh, spend should be documented in advance, if it's a report of progress, etc., so the public have the right to scrutinise prior, comment, and then you can continue with the main discussion. Uh, equally, uh, as I say, whilst I know that both quack councillors, one of them makes an effort to attend, uh, I, I'm going to say um, on, on a public uh, uh, forum now that I find one of the quack councillors' lack of uh, interest in both the town council and other events throughout uh, the town unacceptable. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. So, moving us on to item number 25. Um, PCSO report. So we have received a report from Neil. Um, it was circulated today, so apologies for the late circulation and taking you, on your point. Down, please. Yeah, taking on your point, yeah. uh, Mr. Parker. Two that way. The reports. Ian. The reports. Yeah, we, we do yeah. need to circulate Good, reports. You guys. Oh, right. Okay. I have forwarded it on an email. Have you got yours? I've got. I've got. I've got. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we, we have had a chance to read through the report, Neil. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and I'd just like to say uh, on one of the items, which is the ward walks, um, really beneficial. Uh, I think you've noted here that, that we did a ward, ward walk for Overton Five Crosses 
last Wednesday, and I know that Lucy, um, Bernie, and Patrick did the like did the waterside walks with you on Saturday. And it's really from from my perspective, I found it really beneficial. Um, and I think just being sighted, kind yeah. of walking around as well. A, a couple of members of the public came up and kind of went, oh, hello. And you could see them, what's going on? Um, but, but I thought it was really beneficial. So I'd just like to encourage um, councillors to attend those ward walks. Yeah. I think it's useful for the public to see. And if anyone, it doesn't have to be an official ward walk. If someone wants to come out for a couple of hours and we'll go for a walk, that's fine. I mean, I'd be glad of the company. <laughs> 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 I know. I'm mine. I think it's useful because I think you're, sight, it's, it, you're visible. Yeah. You're visible around. Yeah. And if they see us, then they know we're also visible. And they know that we work together. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're great. And I want to do more of that. And I want to work as close as I can. We've got a council now that's really working, mm. so we can, you know, we can really make a difference. Yeah. And uh, I know it was weird. The waterside ward walk was totally different to how normally because at the moment, touch wood, things are very quiet. So I didn't have much to to <laughs> say, but we were still able to look at a few problem areas or areas where we've had issues in the past. So I I value them as much as probably you do. So probably take up on that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, just you should all have my email address if you haven't. It's I'll give it to I'm you. Or it's always. Do you mind if I bring two schnauzers with me? That would be fine. Is that fine? Because that's a two for one deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you actually believe this council is is running well? Yeah. It's going well? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I was it interested is. in your report though. That there seems to have been a, a, a bit of a fall off in the trouble we were having up on the hill by the. By yeah, the, um, we were. I, I looked, and um, what I always do when I'm compiling this report, I look at, um, I do a search from the exact date of the last meeting yeah. to, to the current, or this was, I did this on, uh, I did this yesterday, this report, yeah. and um, there was no report of any issues for the last two months. Yeah, because since the last council meeting, there has been some vandalism up there. I've noticed a sign knocked down, but um, mm -hmm. I've not noticed anything else. I walk the dogs up there all the time. Yeah. Dogs are a continuing theme in my life. <laughs> um, the other thing while I walk the dogs is e scooters. Now you've mentioned it to me, yeah. I'm seeing those e scooters everywhere yeah. with a balaclava for helmets. Why, why can't they be apprehended? And the bikes confiscated and well, end up. can we can't pursue them because they oh, okay. wear helmets. Mm -hmm. We can't. I can't pursue anyone because oh, of my role. Um, but whether I'm on foot or in the car, they they go down. And what what we need the public to do, and I know it's difficult because 101 isn't always the greatest system. But we need the public to report it officially. Because what happens there? Every time uh, there's an incident reported to do with e-scooters, off-road bikes, that sort of thing. It gets put under the category of Ops Scrambler and that goes to our roads policing team and headquarters and the, the, the bike section then collate all that and formulate a plan of when these issues are occurring because it's no good just turning up and hop. They want to be there at the right time. So, so if I see an e-scooter coming out of um, a passageway in Edisbury Square and shooting 
yeah, that stuff. Um, but yeah. is that okay for a one on one? Because to me, they weren't doing anything particularly. Except they've got no helmets. They've got, they've got no, no helmets. Insurance, they've got no tax. And, and we know why they have really no good. helmet now because that means they can't chase them. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So it is, it is a legal thing if I see yeah, someone. We do on. believe that okay. there's drug dealing involved in oh, some is, way yeah, as well. Definitely so, is. Uh, but yeah, it's difficult for us to actually stop them. And it, at the moment, it's probably the one thing that when people stop and talk to me, that's thing they want to talk about yeah. and say why aren't you doing anything about this and so it's just educating them a bit that we're relying on the public to tell us i think people find it a bit intimidating as yeah. well if you yeah. come across someone that's all yeah. masked up and all you can see is their eyes and you know yeah. they're doing wheelies in the yeah. middle of the main street yeah. it, it, i think it's yeah. intimidating well it was like when we were on the walk the other day and the lady said well no one comes out and there's yeah. well they might not at that time, but it's all about collating the information so we can be there at the right times. So it's people's perception, it's not always about going straight away, it's it's about Building knowing what's picture. going on, when it's going on, so we can we can act and deal with it robustly at, at the right time. So if I see an e scooter going up Main Street and they're not wearing a helmet, yeah. one on one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can email me, but it, it has more. It's more it has more it's sway if you ring one hundred and one because that's cascaded to our roads police. Well, it gets locked properly. Yeah, yeah. I think these so, ones are particularly wearing balaclavas rather than just you know someone like Patrick who's left his helmet at home. But next time I see Patrick about the helmet. <laughs> 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 for me, Joe, to contact Councillors Basie and Riley. Yeah. We did ask uh, yeah. last year for reports before the meeting. We did. Um, and I'm just taking um, Ian's point uh, as a member of the public. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to receive um, copies of those reports before well. the meeting. Before meetings. Yeah. Okay. 
Thanks, Joe. <coughs> uh, so, item 27, appointment to committees. Um, unfortunately, this was um, Councillor Ross, one of our new councillors, uh, and that was to appoint him to committees, but um, we've had no contact, no official apologies no, from... No, I will double-check when I get back to the office tomorrow, but no. Okay. Right. So, so we can that? we defer that item to the next full council? Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Uh, item <coughs> 28, which is uh, bank signatories. Yeah, we currently have only two bank signatories for cheques, which is myself and Councillor Ashton. <coughs> um, we need as many as we can have. We write very few cheques, but occasionally we do need to be able to write a cheque. So can I have some names and then I'll circulate forms? I'll do it because I'm <coughs> My only problem is I'd have to walk the length from Brexit Fraction to come and sign a cheque. I don't mind I'll doing it, it if you, you come to me, Hans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind doing it if you want then, to do that. Yeah. Um, I can't, in the last 12 months, I've not issued any. Right. Um, I, I'm happy as well, Joe. if you want to add me to the list. And then we've got at least three, three, three councillors. Yeah. And you can even more than happy if you don't need any more. The more, the merrier, just in case. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely. There are some onerous forms which I would circulate. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Um, item 29, um, approval of the minutes of the last meeting, which was the annual town council meeting that was held on the 23rd of May. Does anybody have any issues with the minutes? No. No? no. Okay, I will sign those minutes. I'll do it once we finish this okay. meeting, Joe, so that we don't hold things up, because I know there's quite a number of pages of that one. Uh, item 30, which is our uh, accounts. Pack. So this is to approve and sign the finance report circulated by Joe, and that's the period 1st of June to the 30th of June. Any councillors have any queries or questions about the accounts pack? No. So are we happy to approve the accounts pack? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the second part of that item is to consider um, a provision for... Sorry, pick it up here. Just making a provision equivalent to the budget sum for 2022-23 to the Christmas Festival Working Group uh, with restrictions as to expenditure um, and subject to the provision of accounts, receipts and invoices. Um, and this was a recommendation made by the Events Committee <coughs> on the 7th of June. Can I just ask a question on that one? Does mm -hmm. that include, is it just the stuff of the Christmas Festival or does it include uh, the lighting and stuff which sometimes falls under amenities? Christmas Festival only, for which there's a budget of £10,000. So, so with amenities, it'd still be in charge of lights and that sort of, Right, okay. Yeah. Can I declare a related interest in that one because my <laughs> wife is uh, on that? You can indeed. Thank you. That's okay. So um, you're not going to be able to vote if it comes to a vote for whether to um, make that provision. I will somehow bear the loss. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so for all other councillors, are, are we happy to, to follow the recommendation made at Events Committee? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'll tell you, you wouldn't vote for it, though. 50-50, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, and now I'm pleased <coughs> to see uh, this next agenda item, agenda item number 31, which is co-option. 
Um, so we've had one applicant um, for co-option to the waterside ward vacancy. And um, Richard is here with us this evening, and that's Richard Lofts. Yeah, right. it is excellent. Um, so, Richard, um, we've all we've had your letter, um, wishing to be considered for for um, a council role for Waterside Ward. Do any councillors have any questions they'd like to put to Richard before Richard we offer Richard a chance to, to say anything else about his application? Uh, I've read the letter and I, I think it's good. Are you the valuable member? You don't want to fill any blanks. Yeah, let's have him. Richard, is there any, anything further that you'd like to share with us? Not um, this or just really to uh, to give you a bit more background because when you write a letter of introduction, there's two ways you can go in that you can put one that quite concise and gives you the basics, or you could have had 35 pages. Which I didn't think you'd really want to do. No, no. No, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, um, realistically, just my history regarding Fodsham. I got married in 1998 and I moved to, um, me and my wife moved to Runcorn. A few years after that, we moved from Runcorn into Fodsham. So, I was there for about 10 years. My son went to uh, Manor House and then on to Hellsby Army. Um, so, I've been involved with Fodsham for a number of years then. Uh, unfortunately then at that point I uh, was divorced and I moved back to Sheffield. Then last May I moved back to the Frodsham area. Uh, now I'm retired, I felt that I could put something back into the community that I enjoyed when I was here the first time. And that's really where my, uh, my standing is at the moment. Um, originally, as I said, from Sheffield, so if anybody, as we go through these meetings, has difficulty in understanding what I'm saying, <laughs> then please ask. Right. I won't repeat it, but please ask. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. I'm Yorkshire as well, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but other than that, um, if, if you're happy to accept my... Um, application um, then then I'm happy to to stand. Fantastic. I have one query. Are you on the electoral register? Uh, yeah, should to be. That address? yeah, should be, yeah. Because um, uh, I'm registered there uh, for council tax. Okay, that's fine. So perfect. Okay. Thank you. So is everyone happy to accept Richard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yep. Yeah, fantastic. I think that's unanimous then. Thank you. Richard. Thank you very much. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> and just in case you didn't know, Patrick, myself and Lucy are your fellow ward councillors. Right, so okay. Full team for Waterside. Yes. That's what we're so, 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 so item number 32 um, is the away day. So um, Joe circulated the report. Now apologies from me because I only finished the report today. Um, and again, apologies for the member of the public, Ian. Um, we have got copies of the report. Joe's got some copies here for those who haven't managed to, to see it. 
so if you can make sure member of the public there received a copy of that. Yes. Public, would you like If you want more of this, couple more. I've read it actually. Do you want more? Do you want to do Okay. So, just really to note, um, it was it was a, a good evening. So we held it on the 14th of July, um, and again, um, I, I will be apologising to our Cheshire West and Chester uh, councillors uh, because I didn't check um, their scheduled meeting dates, and there was um, a council meeting at Cheshire West and Chester, so so those um, councillors weren't able to join us. Um, so I'll make sure that that doesn't happen again and, and we avoid any conflicts. Um, so again, main purpose, I'm not going to go through everything um, on here, but, but again, the main purpose was really to focus our energies, um, to embed kind of wise and working strategies, uh, to ensure that we have sustainable behaviours, um, to clarify our objectives for the forthcoming 12 months, so that the 2022-23 year, and really to provide us, but also um, the town with a sense of direction, because um, again, what we'd like to do this year is um, have a, a, a program of events, I guess, and, and events just that doesn't mean events, no. events committee, but things that we're actually <laughs> yeah. doing. Um, so things like the memorial footpath for the Green Gates development um, and any future um, projects that we, we are considering. And I think I just really wanted to say. Um, Thank you to those councillors that, that were able to attend. I know we had um, a couple of people that weren't able to attend, but I just really wanted to reiterate, we've achieved so much in the last 12 months, and I'm going to come back to those three words, which is refreshed. It feels like a refreshed council. You know, we've adopted a different operating model, um, and, and that seems to work for us, and, and hopefully works for our residents and our businesses as well. We have refocused, so we are doing more, um, we are doing it better, and we're doing it together, so we, there's a kind of collective um, feeling about the council, and I'm sure we can do more, and we can, we can always do it better, um, but I think we have, have had that refocus. Um, and I just want to say, I, I think, in terms of recovery, and, and this is about reputation, I think we are recovering, um, I think we've recovered a lot back in terms of reputation. There's there will always be things to do, so we're not going to sit on our laurels with that. But I think you know we have fostered a really positive, collaborative culture. So, um, and I'd like to think that that we can continue uh, to do that, um, and hopefully encourage more people to to co-opt or become elected as councillors as well. Um, can I just ask a question? Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't here on the day, uh -huh. but when you say our reputation has improved, what, what makes you think? Is there, I think, is there better feedback from the public? I think in terms of social media, uh, I think there was a, a quite a lot of social media storms um, prior yes. to, to the last 12 months, and I, I don't hear that noise fine. anymore. Yeah, I don't hear that noise anymore at all. And I think the information that is shared there from our sites, um, and information that I hear about is, is more positive. Um, okay. There'll always be things we can do. We got a lot of positive feedback from the picnic, the Jubilee event. We did. I mean, there was. I, d I didn't see any negative comments on mm. social media at all. Yeah. And I think that event did do us. Did us a world of good. 
<laughs> it does the world good. Yeah, just one gentleman <laughs> that wanted a, a union flag, but we'd uh, not put up, and I think that was the, the long and short of the negativity, yeah. wasn't there? Okay. There was a man that wanted to pay his spoons, but we had to decline. <laughs> we did, we did. So, so just at that away day, and, and we'll take it forward as um, an agenda item, probably for the next full council. Um, we did review the priorities that, that we um, discussed at our first away day, um, and the four main items that were, uh, we had this discussion about were the, the railway goods shed, and we have this evening met with uh, Mr Bleakley, who had previously expressed an interest in um, redevelopment of the goods shed, just to give us some information about what, what that might mean for the council. But no decisions have been made as yet. Um, we had a, a discussion about Frodgen Market and whether the council would be interested in taking responsibility um, for <coughs> Frodgen Markets. Um, we had a discussion about community events and that's something I want to discuss um, with, with Bernie and the events committee about how we create more opportunities for events um, that we can sponsor or that we can organise um, in Frodgen. And finally, more collaborative work with our Cheshire and Chester councillors. And as I noted earlier, um, Joe's got an action for me to speak to um, councillors Basie and Riley, because I don't think we've got that working as I'd like it yet. I don't think we, we're kind of working in, in tow with one another, and I'd really like to think that we could do something there. So um, I've done the report just so that those that weren't there can see what, what we've discussed. Um, I think in terms of some actions, uh, we have got a couple of actions um, following this and I circulated the YouTube um, evocative reports that were um, completed in March 2014 and 2015 um, and what I'd like to do, not for this evening, um, but I'd like to, to have a, a wider dialogue about the railway goods shed, uh, but I think we do need to establish um, a small working group um, to produce a feasibility study. Um, on the railway goods shed. We discussed on the day it could be a white elephant um, or it could be a, a positive community space. Um, so I think we just need to understand a bit more about it before we either make a decision or ask the public to make a decision because potentially it would involve an awful lot of money which we would need to go to the um, Works Improvement Board for um, as a loan. I'd just so, like to add a comment that I think it would be expensive, but I also think it would be amazing. I know. I just think we need to have an understanding about what we might be getting ourselves into. I think maybe we need people obviously outside the council that have got more expertise than we have. I think that, that small working group, I think I'd like yeah. to think we've got community members on there as well as councillors yeah. to do yeah. that, because we, we certainly don't have the skills no. um, or abilities um, be between us here. Um, so, so that one, I think, will move forward as, as a working group. Um, so I'd just like to ask those councils that would like to be part of that, just to kind of make themselves known to Joe. Um, yes, please. And then we can see which members of the community um, we can kind of bring into that working I'd group. I'd like to be well. part of it, but I don't know what I could bring to the group, but I would like to be part of it. I would like to be part of it. I think we should invite Paddy, definitely. I think that's, there's quite a, a number of community groups that I think oh. I'd quite like to get some input from. I think Pauline Scott would be very good. You know, she takes, you know, you know she's done up a lot of buildings herself. Mm. 
and she's lived in Frodsham for donkey's years and yeah. I think she could add something to it. To, We'd know. love to put it out and just say is any, we'll, we, any we interesting part. I think we'll, we'll put it out there because I, mm -hmm. I, I think as a council we need to understand would it be viable yeah. to invest in and would we see a return on that investment? And um, is it a good use of your taxpayers' money? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's where we need to go to the go to the residents um, for. So, so that was um, quite a large portion of time was, was spent discussing that, um, and then and, and, and again, time was spent discussing um, fudging market. Um, I'm going to put just a short briefing paper together about potential intentions for fudging market and how we might manage that moving forward if we wanted to um, have the licence to, to run uh, the markets in Frodsham. Um, so the other item which is important, um, and I think Joe's done a briefing, I've brought some copies with me so I'll, I'll circulate that to people, is elections in 2023. Um, so I'll, I'll share the briefing that Joe provided, but basically if we wish to remain as councillors, then we will need to engage with the two members of the public to um, nominate and propose us as councillors, and we'll have to complete um, quite a lengthy paperwork trail. You can nominate each other as well. It doesn't have to be somebody outside of the council. Okay, thank you, Joe. Um, but I'll circulate Joe's briefing and then maybe we can revisit that. Um, conscious now we've got um, all, all four ward members for Waterside, but we still have some vacancies. We have vacancies in Lakes and we have vacancies in Castle, Castle, Castle. Park. Um, mm. Yeah, as well. And potentially in... Potentially Overton and Five Crosses. Yeah, yeah. So I just think um, if, if you know, we're happy with the way we, we're set up with our constitution, and we're happy that we're actually working really well as a team of councillors, then I'd like to think that we can remain as, as that kind of positive team going into 2023 as well. So I'll circulate that around. Um, so thank you for that. If you've got, once you've had a chance to digest it, if you've got any questions or queries, please do come back to me. Um, but what I'd like to do with Joe is, is start to pull that kind of annual programme together. 2022-23 so that we can share that with members of the public so uh, residents and businesses so they know what we've got planned for the coming year. Okay so moving us on item 33 uh, junior mayors 2022-23 uh, we had a, a request from um, the head at the manor school um, about um, would we consider reappointing junior mayors? Um, so we had a discussion about that at the last, I think it was the last meeting we held, um, and I think quite a lot of councillors felt that it, it might be a, a, you know, a good idea. We've got schools that would like to share kind of a bit about local democracy and how decisions are made. I think that some of the, the children get quite excited about being a junior, a junior mayor, and I'm conscious we don't currently have a mayor, um, but I'm, I'm sure if we agreed to reappoint, then the chair might be able to support them 
Joe, do you have? I, I have mentioned it before, but would you not consider changing the name if we've yes, not got I two people? We've not got a mayor. We haven't got any junior mayors. Also about safeguarding who is going to be responsible for attending events with the junior mayors and their parents, because the junior mayors can't attend events on their own. Yeah, I think we. I think we need to look at the a bit more. Do I need to um, express interest again, <laughs> being <laughs> married to be assistant head of Manor House School? You probably do. Okay, um, I, I would say from my experience of junior mayors, it, it's I'm aware there's a lot of history and, and connections of the word mayor, which aren't positive um, on on this council. But in, in terms for children, we understand the word mayor. As I said before, they don't necessarily understand the word chair so much. Um, also, I've, I've seen how positive having junior mayors have been uh, in terms of safeguarding. It is talking talking to the schools and doing all that, and they can assist with that. You're right, though. We we do we would have a duty of care, but then we'll see what schools there are. I'd also say if we do adopt, uh, it's not Manor House first because they had they had it the last time they before did. lockdown. So could we not say like ambassadors or something like that? Is it, is it something that we can ask the schools to decide? Yeah. I.e. I, a name, so is it, is it, mayor, is it an ambassador? I think it's going to pick up a massive stink if we say June Ambassadors, mayors. possibly. I mean, I think, it, I think it's something that makes sense to the child. Yeah. If we are, it, it does need um, addressing the schools first thing in in September, because mm -hmm. they, they would need to appoint whichever school is decided quite early on. Junior councillors. Junior councillors. Yeah. Junior yeah. families. I don't. I'm yeah. very uncomfortable yeah. with having a junior mayor. I am. Yeah, because we don't have a mayor, mm. and yeah. it sets an awful precedent, especially if certain individuals come back on the council mm. and demand that we now need to have a mayor. It sets a go on precedent. Junior councillors would work. Yes, yes, the 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 sense. Yeah. And which case, we don't need the robes. Oh, I like the robes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give them a robe if they're not theirs. We've got a council robe. We don't wear robes. We've got badges. Oh, what I do in my private time. Maybe we could give them a badge, but I'm not... I'm, I'm they not can have a badge. Robe. But... Mm. I didn't realise the dress would be more <laughs> of a problem than the actual name. <laughs> it's it's history. Yeah. Let's explain it to you. We'll tell you later. <laughs> so, are we, are we happy to, to, to... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, so. um, you said Manor School, you mentioned that. Does go to a particular school for any number yeah, um, in the it, it was done in rotation order, so Manor House and another school say I would turn. And they would choose them from kids who are interested? Yeah, or? yeah that, that's how it was done the record. Um, I thought it was done on, on who they thought would be the best candidates oh. for it, mm -hmm. shall we say. It's very democratic, is it? We have had years where we can't get boys, because it's supposed to be a boy and a girl, yeah. and boys don't like the dressing. No. Just done like a quick Google search and it does seem that like junior mayors is like a thing throughout the country. So is it that 
they have to be mayors if they want to join in in these other events that maybe other junior mayors throughout the country are doing? Is that a consideration or is no. it not important? I didn't know it was national. Up to Fodgham Town Council decide. I was just me wondering if there were any national events that they might miss out on if they didn't have the name. Well, and if if not, there was, a councillor would have to accompany them. Mm -hmm. So, not that I'm aware of. Okay. <clears throat> Especially when the town doesn't have a mayor. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, is everybody yeah. happy yeah, it, to, it, to reappoint? It was two before, so it was a question about how many, how many it was. I think so it's it, two. It was two before. It doesn't necessarily have to be a boy and a girl, but I, I think. Was that stated before? I mean, it was. It is in the... It was. Mm -hmm. Well, we can say, we what, say what we want, but um, okay. yeah, it was two before. Right. I'd say 50-50 representation is ideal, but if people don't come forward, you could potentially put... Yeah. Well, we will change, we'll say, we'll say, yeah, we'll indicate a, a male, one female, and then see. Okay, so everyone's happy to move yeah. forward with that. Excellent. So we're going to have a, a junior councillor then? Yeah. Two junior councillors, yeah. 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 That's a good compromise. And they can have a package. And, yeah. yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll sort I something. Yeah. So, um, brilliant. That's great. Thank you for that. Uh, so, item number 34. Um, so, these are really just to note. Um, so, again, pre-contract meeting, the um, contract has been signed and witnessed, and works are due to begin on the 15th of August. So, scheduled timescale of eight weeks, so we should be clear and ready in time for um, the Remembrance event on the 11th of the 11th. So I wanted to play an interest, I walk my dogs along that path. Will there still be a, a way to get to a memorial? I've, I've not looked at the plans, forgive me. Is there, is there There's no plans to close the path yet yeah. on okay. the site, unless That's fine. they have to, for operational reasons, and then they will keep it to a minimum. Fine. Unlike, oh, we'll get to the other one in a minute. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and and Joe's going to publicise um, when those works are taking place. Okay, Joe, no problem. Um, so I'll move us on to item number 35, which is at Ship Street Play Area. Again, um, these are all really to note. So, again, pro contract meeting um, was held, uh, contracts were signed and witnessed. And works are scheduled to begin on the fifth of August. Sorry, eighth of August, um, and the timescale of thirteen weeks. Um, so, unfortunately, we, we're going to be out of time for opening for the summer holidays. Um, yeah, unfortunate, um, but we've got play equipment. I think that was ordered from Jupiter um, back in June, and that we've got a twelve-week lead time on that. Um, just just a comment on um, locking the gates when we were doing our whole ward walk. There was uh, a lovely child from the local area and he came up and he was chatting to us. And we'd shut, the, the gate was shut but it's a, it's a little bit bent one of the railings and we'd just been talking about how it would be sensible to lock them. At which point he just squeezed between the railings <laughs> and said, oh look, this is if I, This is in. the way I get like, in oh. and I can't open the gate. And like, oh, and maybe, maybe we need to think about that if, uh, if we want things to be safe while the work is going on. <laughs> okay. So I did email um, <coughs> Joe as well this afternoon. Uh, Neil said he would like access to the site oh, yes, when it's locked. 
Right. Because if he sees any antisocial behaviour going on, he needs He'll to be able to go it. on. He said, I can get over the fence, I need to. But it would be easier if I had the <laughs> He was a little bit bigger than the... Uh, than so the I have asked Joey to <laughs> However way it's locked, the beak could have access. Okay. Plus uh, access. Daniel. So it's going right. to be closed precisely during the school holidays. Is that... Have I got that right? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But but from the 8th of we did want it finished for the end of August, but time just yeah went away with us. Okay. I mean, it's still not works. There's still the same facilities. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's the safety. One is because it's going to be well, that's heavy heavy equipment yeah. on there, yeah. and the second is that some of that paved equipment when it's delivered is going to be stored in yeah. um, units on site, which will be locked. Yeah, I, I understand it's why why we want it secure. I was just. Thinking, yeah. oh, hang on, we've yeah. it down precisely when it That was the ideal date. Uh, okay. It did not happen. Needs as well. Okay. Uh, so, um, item number 36. Again, really just to note, and I, I've mentioned it as part of the away day for um, elections. It was just, uh, we, we, well, we've now filled our one vacancy in Waterside Ward. Um, we still have two vacancies in the lakes and two vacancies in Castle Park Ward. So um, I've agreed as part of the away day to work with Joe just to revamp our co-option papers um, in terms of you know, how we advertise for, for co-option um, and to make that a bit more appealing um, for residents and obviously business owners as well. So, so you don't necessarily have to live in Frodsham to become a councillor as long as I think it's 90% of your work is in Frodsham, so it could be we, we can approach some business um, owners as well. So um, I'll work that through with Joe. Uh, item 37 is Clark's report. Do you have anything, Joe? No. <coughs> okay, so item 38, that's the close of the meeting. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's 1943.